Hello, my friend. Jeff C. here with a great new resource that I put together just for you. It's a complete database of all the tools that I use to create content and run my business. I've got apps, software, hardware, and even my favorite AI tools. It's easy to find what you need and tells you exactly how I'm using them in my business. To get access to my toolbox, just go to jeffc.com forward slash toolbox. That's J-E-F-F. S is in Sam, I-E-H. That's I before E, especially in C. That's how my mama had me learn it. So go check it out. And if you haven't heard me say it in a while, I appreciate you listening, my friend. And now, on with the episode. Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts, innovators, creators, storytellers, and the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. And I'm Grace Duffy. And this is the show that keeps you up to date on everything that's happening in the world of social media. Are you ready to level up your LinkedIn? Today, we are joined by Louise Brogan, and we're going to be exploring how to build a LinkedIn community around your brand and the rise of the LinkedIn creator. We're also going to uncover updates to company pages and LinkedIn learning that you might want to consider for your content marketing strategy. We're going to be saying a little tear goodbye to LinkedIn stories and what you need to know about the new LinkedIn Creator Accelerator program. So, Louise, I'm so excited you're here. How are you doing today? I am doing great, Jeff, and thank you so much um, for inviting me onto your show today. There's there's so much happening on LinkedIn. It's crazy. So it's a great time to to get to share that with everybody. Yeah. So if you guys do not know who Louise Brogan is, she is a LinkedIn expert trainer and speaker, and she is the host of the Link Linking In with Louise podcast and the founder of the LinkedIn <laughs> Learners Lab. She also shares videos with tips and techniques for leveraging LinkedIn on her YouTube channel, LinkedIn with Louise. And we're going to bring up and all those uh, links later and drop them down in the comments as well. So Louise, I'm, you're such a knowledge. I was on with you with Ian not very long ago. And once again, you blew my mind about LinkedIn. So I'm so excited you're on the show today. Excellent. <laughs> So, Louise, we have, we're going to talk about this quite a bit, but there has been a giant bump in engagement on LinkedIn over this past year and a half. And so you, being the LinkedIn expert that you are, what are some of the key trends that you've seen that have sparked more interaction among LinkedIn members? Because we always hear like, oh, I'm never on LinkedIn unless I'm looking for a job. But I don't think that's the case because when I go on there, I mean, there's just a wealth of information and articles and networking. And I've got this whole LinkedIn community over there like people that will always comment on my post. Hi, Robert Lee, by the way. So it's stuff like, you know, it, there's a real, there's a real community and a real social sense mm. there. So what is going on? Tell us. Yeah, I think it's, it really was it really sparked by the pandemic and the fact that more people were starting to work from home and wanted that connection with the people that they were working with, but they didn't have it in person. And LinkedIn was basically provided, it was just a kind of in the right place at the right time. They were looking at improving um, the way for people to build relationships and community on the platform. And it was just that kind of at the same time, people were starting to flock there more often. You know, the number of people on LinkedIn has, has jumped to about 750 million users. I think at the start of last year, it was about 630 million. So it's a massive leap of the number of people who are actually joining LinkedIn. 
and there's a massive um, increase in the number of people who are engaging with stuff on LinkedIn. So it's uh, it's win-win all around, especially if you help people with LinkedIn. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Well, we have some updates to the company pages. We're going to start mm-hmm. with that because we have a lot to get into. Mm-hmm. So LinkedIn mm-hmm. says that it is looking to provide more ways for brands to maximize their content efforts, their content marketing efforts on the platform. Mm -hmm. And they also want to tap into, as you mentioned, this rise in user engagement, people that are on there actually interacting on a day-to-day basis. And they have this new feature coming out to company pages called Articles for Pages. So tell us what, Mm -hmm. tell us about this update and what do you think this means for brands and companies with company pages? Yeah, so it's really interesting because individual profiles have been able to write articles on LinkedIn for a long time now, and pages haven't had that capability. So they're they're really saying that it's time to up your game in the kind of content that you're sharing as a brand on LinkedIn. And one way they want you to do this is by writing longer form articles. And in those articles, you can embed video and you can embed links to um, external websites, by the way. Um, but it's about meeting people where they already are. So your audience, your potential customers and clients are on LinkedIn and you can be discovered by them if you start sharing articles about the content that the customer or client is interested in. And having the, the longer piece, it's not just, um, you know, we have, a, we have an event next week or we have a new product launch coming up. It's like really building a community and writing articles around the content that your reader wants to see. And one of the things, the, the benefits for the company page owner is that you will be able to see who is actually engaging and reading our articles. So you'll be able to look, go and look at the, um, the, the analytics on those posts, on the articles, who is spending time reading that content and and who is is really interested in what your company is doing um so i think a lot of people are concerned that you know what well, we like to publish our content on our own website and mm. uh, yes. why would we publish a, an article on linkedin instead but it actually if you start sharing the content on linkedin you can then direct people at the end of that article to go and check out more on your website or you can give them a free resource at the end of the article that they could then sign up for um, for a free resource or free download, or maybe you're hosting an event or a webinar, and it's a way of get, capturing those people. I mean, there's so many tools. You can, the lead capture forms that you could use if you create an event on your company page. So you write an article that leads people to want to know more about it, and you're gonna host an event or a webinar. People have to, um, we don't have to, but in order to get access to that, webinar or that resource, they can fill in the lead capture form. And then you're capturing those people, the people who are most interested in your content and your services and your products, you're capturing their, their contact details. And then you'll be able to you know, reach out to those people in whatever format you are wanting to use. Gotcha. So uh, I want to bring up some comments here. Um, so uh, this is what Ian says. And We'll just see what he says here. So interesting. I'm finding that currently I get far less engagement on LinkedIn than other platforms. What is he doing wrong? Uh, so do you have an answer for Ian? I have a whole thing, a, a, a big long list of what he's doing wrong, but I don't, I don't we don't have time today, but uh, what Louise, would you say? Okay. All right. All right. Let's, let's break it down. Ian is asking, what are some of your tips yes, for deepening that engagement with exactly. your LinkedIn? Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
Okay, so what is currently happening on LinkedIn? And I have the perfect example of this. So there was a lady um, called, I can't remember her surname, but she's called Miriam. And she started a movement literally in the last 48 hours, 24 hours. And it's about inspiring um, young girls to see what you can become in your career. So it's all, your content on LinkedIn really needs to fit around the professional business network because that's what people are really there for. And that's what LinkedIn want. They want people be building their professional network. But this, this lady, Miriam, started the hashtag, this girl is me. And the idea is that you share a picture of yourself as a child and a picture of yourself as the woman you are today. And you, you basically tell people what you were told as a child and what you've become in your career. I did mm -hmm. this last night. I have over 12,000 views of that so wow. far. Um, so checking out what people are actually talking about on LinkedIn right now. And LinkedIn News gives you this. When you look at your LinkedIn platform, on the right-hand side, LinkedIn News, the top right-hand corner, Ian, will give you the five key things people are talking about on LinkedIn right now. So maybe think about using what's, what's current and what people are having discussions about currently. That was one of the other things about the LinkedIn articles. They are saying... You may have your more green, um, your your evergreen content mm -hmm. on your website, but if there's something happening, like the great reshuffle or the great resignation, and you write a con an article on that on your company page now, that's really current. That's something your community are talking about. So check out what people are talking about and what's trending on LinkedIn, and that may be a good place to start in. Okay, good. We got Ian fixed up. So um, he did say the LinkedIn Live is a bit different. He doesn't get anywhere near yeah. what he used to get, but he still get more mm. engagement than our posts. And I agree. I think LinkedIn Live, um, I know, and we'll talk about that in a little bit later, but it is a great yeah. way. That's why we stream over there and why we love it so much as well. So um, there's a question here from, this is a great one from Elisa watching over on YouTube. Yeah. Thanks, Elisa. She says, I'm seeing more polls than anything else right now. And they usually have nothing to do with the topic the person specializes in. I don't want to resort to this, but it seems to be working. So what would you tell Elisa? Because mm -hmm. you see these things and you want to hop on kind of, I guess, the trends or what's popular. But what if it doesn't yes. fit in your niche? What would you tell Elisa? So Elisa, I use polls, but I use them maybe once every couple of weeks because I do see they are being overused. And the most common poll you see is a poll about LinkedIn polls, which is just driving me nuts. <laughs> but if you can write, write a poll that actually relates to what you do, then you can create content around it. So for example, with me, I teach people how to use LinkedIn for business. So I might do a poll to say, do you have a company page? Yes, no, never thought about it. And the key in the poll is to start the discussion again with your community. It's all about creating conversation. So the fourth option is always other, let me know below. But my polls are always related to my business. I don't get why people create polls that have got nothing to do with what they're doing because strategically, what's the point in that? If you're, this is, you know, we're on here to, to raise our profiles, you know, promote our products and services, but it's the social selling aspect means you don't just go buy my amazing thing. You want to create conversation around it. So if polls are working, use the poll to have a discussion around whatever it is that you are building your business on. That would be my advice. Mm, great advice there. So Grace, I know you had another question about uh, pages. So um, yes. if you won't ask it, I will. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that a threat? Yes, okay. it is. <laughs> okay, you go ahead and ask it then, Jeff. No, Be my guest. <laughs> no, so uh, so we're talking, so I want to talk about the, the new company pages because I really think, and I haven't used them, uh, like you're talking about these new articles where you can write, and a lot of people are nervous of putting their best content on LinkedIn. 
are there some calls mm-hmm. to, you mentioned, you know, sign up for my webinar. I mean, where do you put those calls to action? Do you put them at the front? What options do you have? Because I think a lot of people haven't tried this. And, yes. you know, a lot of times when a platform rolls out with something, if you start using it, you get a little bump on, you know, how it shows up in the algorithm. And so if people want to show start testing this out, you know, what kind of call mm-hmm. to actions work, where to put them, how to format it, that kind of stuff. Give us just like a real brief overview. Yeah. Yeah. So what I really like about articles is you can put rich media into them. So you oh. can embed your, your YouTube video. You, if you, you can embed your podcast into an article, but only it's really weird. Only if you host it on, um, a particular platform. So I've done that in the past. Um, and then you can also pull out quotes and you can tag people and you will see, so LinkedIn does recommend, they have an article about this themselves on their marketing blog. I think it's Randstad is the company that they recommend you go and check out. And if you look at their LinkedIn marketing's article about articles and company pages, there's lots of companies and people who are tagged in those articles. So be clever about how you use them um, and embed content into them. So if you had um, a sign-up page for your webinar, you can you have a clickable link mm. in that article. Um, so I think the other thing is, one of the reasons they're saying articles are a great thing for a company page to do is you can like really spotlight people who work within your organization. So why not get your head of human resources to do um, an article about what it's like to work in your company and give that person a bit of a spotlight. And then it's, so community building on LinkedIn is not just about building a community of potential buyers. It's also about building a community around your brand so that your company becomes an appealing place for people to actually want to work. Um, Because I think a lot of companies are struggling to fill places mm-hmm. at the minute. So, mm-hmm. you know, that all plays part of it as well. You're really marketing your company as a great place to get a job. So I think uh, about that community thing, uh, Gary, thanks for, Gary watches every week. Thank you, Gary, for showing up again on YouTube. He says, I think LinkedIn is a great place to connect and collaborate. Just yesterday, I heard a woman on the radio, looked her up on LinkedIn and we're scheduled to chat next week. So that kind of stuff is very, very cool. And I think more and more of those kind of things are going to start happening on LinkedIn, especially with all some of the the new stuff we're going to be talking about rolling out. So uh, um, uh, anyway, it's just, it's very, very cool. So um, let's see. um, Do you have, as we were thinking about good company pages, other than yours, of course, because I know Louise has got it all (laughs) sorted out, but do you have any other like good brands or companies we can look at for examples of, you know, this is the right way to do it on LinkedIn? So there is um, a UK-based company called Zurich. Well, they're global, but the Zurich UK insurance company page, I think is a great example. And they have a mixture. They have a mixture of content. They have um, they use graphics with a picture of a person who works there and a quote from that person, as well as talking about, they talk about their products, of course they do, but they really mix it up. And I think that's great. Um, there's a contact of mine, a guy called Keith Lewis, this is an absolute brilliant guy. He works um, in that organization and he is really passionate about employee advocacy. So he tries to get the content on the page to reflect a lot of the people um, who work in the company so they feel involved. And then they want to share that content out into their personal networks. And that gives your company page a much broader reach. And I think that is a brilliant idea. Mm. Um, So that's definitely one I think that's worth checking out. Very, very cool. 
So I, I think Keith is actually not right now. The, watch our show. Don't go check now. Yeah, watch, watch our, our show. Don't, don't, don't yeah, you can do it later. Now. Yeah. Well, I think Keith is actually in the comments, so he is joining us here today. Oh, cool. I believe I see his beam up there. Uh, so this uh, Articles for Pages was announced as part of LinkedIn's last quarterly update in which they announced a few other tweaks. Uh, one of them is that LinkedIn announced that uh, an upgraded integration between its live streaming and events tool, and we talked about that briefly uh, as we we're starting, because as we scheduled the show, it automatically, for some reason, became an event on Jeff's page, but not mm -hmm. on mine. So uh, they say that this will enable brands to schedule live events on the platform and facilitate a new way to pro uh, a new promotion option uh, for upcoming live video events. So definitely, if you are doing live video, check that out. Um, other news is that they added two new add optimization options. One was the brand lift testing, uh, similar to brand lift on other platforms. It will now enable brands to measure the impact of their promotions by taking a baseline of how people perceive that brand. And then the other update was the reach optimization, which now will enable advertisers to optimize the reach uh, for a unique member count. So if you are doing LinkedIn ads, definitely check that out. But the thing that piqued our interest very much so, is that LinkedIn is also lowering the threshold to access LinkedIn Live. Mm. I know that that's something that people are still clamoring for. You know, there's all these like, you need to do this, you need to do that. Um, and I think more and more people are getting access to LinkedIn Live, but they said that they're now reducing the requirement from a 500 page followers or connections for personal profiles to 150. And this is the first time that's 150, by the way. Um, this is the first time I've actually seen them put any numbers or parameters. They've always been like, hey, just keep applying and you'll get it. Just or keep posting content and you'll get it. But this is the first time that they gave some hard and fast numbers. Is, um, did I miss something, Louise? Like, is this something that we've everyone else knows and I didn't? <laughs> No, I did actually, um, I did read something that one day, somebody who worked inside LinkedIn did give out some numbers about this a few months ago. So these numbers are not a big surprise to me. But I also, one of the things that I find very interesting is they say that um, if you apply for LinkedIn Live, there's two things. You should already be sharing video on your personal profile. So they, 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 I think they literally go through it one by one. <laughs> so they check if you've already done video. And the second thing is you have got to have a profile that abides by community standards. Now, that's like, well, what exactly does that mean? Mm -hmm. So your professional community standards, do you keep it clean? Are you, you know, are you, uh, are you professional with your network? Right. Um, you know, are you using, I think if you use some, some people use third party tools to send messages and stuff, and maybe those things would maybe stop you from getting it. But that's what they say, abide by our community standards. Um, and one tip that I was given, which definitely worked for me is start using video on your profile before you apply. So they know that you're, you can right. carry it, I guess. <laughs> that's cool. So, um, so speaking of uh, lowering things, uh, they said, Lisa goes, they lowered it so much. They let me in. Hey, they, they let me in when they got, I guess I, they, they must've left the door cracked because I was able to sneak in. So, and it's really, I know a lot of people have been frustrated because they've wanted this for so long, mm -hmm. but I, yeah. I, I really think that it's great. Uh, one, the tips that you gave, gave Louise that, you know, maybe put some video, make sure you're doing video on there. Um, but lowering it to 150 and I know they look at other things. So if you're swearing uncontrollably on LinkedIn, you know, that may be an issue. You might want to 
check that out. Uh, but they let those kind of people in too. But I, so it's just, it's really interesting. I have heard a lot of people have started to uh, get gain access that hadn't had it before. Are how, how often can you apply? I mean, I know you don't want to spam LinkedIn, but how often would you recommend somebody apply if they haven't gotten it yet? So I, I've had it for a couple of years now, but when I first applied, I applied four times before I got it. So I think if you apply and you don't get it, and I don't think they tell you if you didn't get it. I don't think they tell you if you're unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. So I would just wait maybe and apply the following month. I think that would be uh, fair enough. Um, but also, Jeff, I've heard a few people recently telling me that they've got it. And then other people saying, well, I got it a year ago and I haven't used it yet. And I'm curious as to whether those people will have access um, removed. Right. So that would be interesting to see as well. Yeah. So Dr. Ello says, uh, I spent four months sending messages to LinkedIn on a daily basis until I got my account approved. By the way, I reopened the same ticket every time. That's funny. But he got it. He got in. So that's very, very cool. So I, I, and I didn't get, I I think I got rejected or like you said that you just don't get it, you know, for like three, um, like three times when I first started. And then finally, uh, I don't know if I know somebody or whatever, but it, it finally it finally let me in. So, and I love going to LinkedIn. I think we get so much great engagement, and I, I, I mean, it's worth continuing. To, I know people are frustrated, but it's it's worth continuing to apply for uh, LinkedIn yes. Live because I think it's amazing. So, there's we mentioned these two little ad things. So, we got this new brand lift testing that um, it's kind of like other brand lifts on other platforms. And then also this reach optimization kind of ads. Do you run many ads on LinkedIn, Louise, or is it all organic for you? It is all organic. I have attempted LinkedIn ads in the past. It is, I really feel that you need an ads expert if you're going to spend money on ads, especially LinkedIn, because it seems to be more expensive. Um, But everything for me is organic. And if a client says, well, can you do ads for us? I, I will say, no, I'll find somebody else who can. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. 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 Cause they are super expensive. I don't know if there's another platform yeah. that's more, more expensive, uh, on this. So Ian says this really quick. He goes, I think the quality of the comments on LinkedIn live is great. And mm-hmm. notice that Ian's making this comment from YouTube. Uh, I just wanted to point that out. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, yes, I think he that is, is very, he is, he is channel hopping right now. That's right. He is. Thank you. Ian. <laughs> for doing that you so be nicer to ian i know ian actually is one of my friends and um we actually just He's a good guy he is great i was on with uh, louise on his show not very long ago but he was also really quickly i want to do a shout out to our sponsors of the show which is ecam that's what we're producing this show on switching the cameras all that cool stuff um they just had this amazing leap into live streaming boot camp this last week yesterday was the last day and I, some of you are i know are really sorry that you missed it but they have a cool thing that they decided to do. You can actually get the replay at ecam.tv forward slash replay for only $10 for life. Um, and I'm telling you what, not only was that a bearded guy, he had a decent session and Ian had a great session, but look at all, these are just some of the people I went to, uh, Dr. Uh, Elo is in there. I mean, there's so many, uh, there's not a session that I went to that I did not learn something. And so, oh my gosh, $10, that's a no brainer. That's like, what, uh, is it like two happy meals? Throw your kids a bag of carrots and let them, you know, forget about the happy meal. 
buy this at ecam.tv forward slash replay. Your kids, your dentist, um, your doctor will thank me. Just, you know, spin it on that. So it's it was amazing. I was so blown away with how, and I was there, of course, you know, I was a speaker, but even not being a speaker, it was amazing. So I'm telling you, mm-hmm. ecam.tv forward slash replay, $10 for the replays that for is- life. All those sessions, Pat Flynn, Ian Anderson Gray. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. So- Sorry. It was worth it. I caught I caught uh, some of it as I was like doing my day, but and I was like, oh man, I, I missed that or I didn't get to go to that session. So I missed Jess because it was like when I was picking up kids. So oh, no. I'm really sure excited for that ten dollar replay. No. Yeah. I, so <laughs> Dustin, I am your biggest fan. <laughs> Dustin goes take away my kids' happy meals. Yes, Dustin, I will. I will <laughs> for this. I will. They need to be watching this because they'll learn something so they can support you in their retirement uh, in your retirement. So anyway, okay. Next section, we're going to be talking all about um, opportunities with LinkedIn Learning. So this Ooh. is really interesting. Uh, Grace, kind of yeah. break the. Uh, am I doing this section? Or are you? I think you I'll are. Do. I can you do it. it. So LinkedIn expanded its learning hub for more users, making 40 popular courses available for free to help boost the uh, take up of this training opportunity. Now it's free for a limited time. So they launched this back as a beta back in April, but now they're opening it up to more organizations. And according to LinkedIn, this learning hub, that's what they're calling it, the learning hub, mm-hmm. enables businesses to provide professional development opportunities for their employees. Like I know this is a struggle for a lot of employers, especially smaller companies that may not have the resources to put together professional development, but they have to grow their employees. This is a problem I know my husband's company, he works for a small uh, gaming company here in Dallas. And that's one of the things they're too small to put on the professional development, but their employees need it. So this is a great resource whether you're part of a big company, running a company, or just out there looking for your next thing. So LinkedIn is using data insights to help highlight relevant skill paths and career development. So let me highlight that. They're combining all of the information they have about what skills you need to develop your career and putting that as part of this program. So Louise, this sounds like such a great opportunity. They're saying that it's only open to certain companies or maybe it's only certain companies are doing this, but could you give us some insights into what is involved and how to take advantage of this great opportunity and can anyone have access to it? I think this is fantastic Mm -hmm. for organizations. So what they've done is instead of just having, um, you know, there. So at the minute, if you have LinkedIn Learning and you go into LinkedIn Learning, you've, there's so much resources on there about training. And the training is around business, creative, software, and tech. That's the key things. But what they're saying is this learning platform or this learning hub for organizations, your company can go on there and you can create or curate training pathways for your employees. The company can upload its own training and LinkedIn somehow is going to add your company branding to your content for your employees. Now, I'm I'm thinking it's probably aimed at slightly larger companies, to be honest, right now. Um, But they're saying we have recommended training. So if you had somebody on a career pathway, they would know the recommended training. And what's really lovely about it is when you look at it, it's kind of set out like Netflix or like YouTube, the way they've got the the training pathways for people. When your employee completes the training, their manager or whoever's in charge of training in the company can see that they've completed the training. They can see who's doing what, who's doing what pathways. And they are mapping, this is clever, I think. 
LinkedIn have so much knowledge about the skills that people need for particular jobs that they will then recommend. So you want to become um, like a, a data miner or something. Mm-hmm. Here's the skills that is required for that job. If someone is, is recruiting people who are software engineers working in Java, and I'm completely showing my age now, <laughs> these are the key skills that person needs to, to be successful in, the, in applying for that job. So they're able to look at what roles are out there at the minute, what people need for those roles, create pathways for it. But the only thing is this learning hub is it's only for organizations. So it's not mm. for me as a individual. Like, yes, I have a company, but I have, you know, um, I have people who work for me, but they're not employees. So we, right. it's not something for us to use. But we have LinkedIn Learning anyway. That you can go and use that. They're giving it for free to everybody in an organization who currently pays for LinkedIn Learning Pro. So if this is an area that your company fits into, or you're interested in using the LinkedIn Learning, um, like the, the volume of training on there is enormous. So if that's something you're interested in, I think you can just go and talk to one of the LinkedIn reps who, who works in, I think you go to learning.linkedin.com mm-hmm. and it'll show you all the different ways that you can sign up for that with your company. Um, it's free initially, I guess, until they get more people into it, more people using it, and then there will be a charge, but of course they haven't said when yet. Gotcha. So is this the the, the content they that they bought with lynda.com? They, I know they acquired lynda.com. Is this where that that training comes from some of it some of it okay. but then there is more inside there and the companies can upload their own training as well so it's okay. kind of like rather than going to a third party place where you might um, have your own learning platform or lms system or whatever and mm-hmm. um, you can put it all into side linkedin it's all in the wrapper of your of, of jeff's company.com and only your employees get access to that but you can pull in other people's training from the LinkedIn learning platform alongside Jeff, jeffscompany.com training. Gotcha. One thing um, for, for individuals who are watching who want to learn use LinkedIn learning and haven't got the professional account, did you know that in America you can get LinkedIn learning for free at your local library? I only found that <laughs> out recently. It's not in the UK, but in America you can access LinkedIn learning for free in a lot of public libraries, which I think is a really good resource for people. That, that is cool. I wonder yeah. if the remote thing works because I have my like library card I can use on my computer. Uh, so yep. let, let's break. So this, I, I just want to make sure we're, we're clear on this because Elisa says, yes. I pay for LinkedIn learning and there are so many classes, so worth it. But then again, they said that the hub is available for LinkedIn learning pro users for free until uh, the 9th of, uh, of October. So how... So is there, is there different levels? So individuals, it's not free. They have to pay for, I'm, I guess so I'm still confused. This is two separate things. Okay. This is two separate things. It's LinkedIn learning is for individual accounts. Um, as an organization, you might have bought a package of um, licenses for your staff to access LinkedIn learning. The LinkedIn learning hub is a hub for organizations only. Mm. It's gonna pull the training that we that Alisa and I can access off LinkedIn Learning, but the company can then add in its own training into there as well. So think about like Teachable or Thinkific, those kind of places. Instead mm. of having, well, here's our, here's our company training modules here, 
oh, but also we've bought you licenses for LinkedIn, so you can go over here and learn this. Oh. The LinkedIn are saying, let's put it all in one place. Um, so that our, we're going to tell companies, get the LinkedIn learning pro license for your staff, and we allow, we're going to invite you to upload your training in there as well. So, yeah. yeah. I think so. I'm, I'm slow and I'm trying to press buttons at the same time. So I'll go back and take notes. Um, so, but uh, we talked with like last, last, um, week we talked with, uh, Diana Gladney, which was amazing. She had so much stuff, but she, we talked about, um, the, that LinkedIn launched this new feature called office hours where, um, mm-hmm. you know, LinkedIn learning users will be able to tune into live stream sessions with their course instructors and they get kind yeah. of a better direct Avenue to this education. So have you had any t- chance to check any of these live streaming events on LinkedIn and what do you think about them? Well, I think they're brilliant. Uh, <laughs> I went in and, and checked them out. I mean, I'm such an advocate of LinkedIn anyway, Ian would be laughing at me, but you can see if you go into they're basically they're tailored. So I, I do have LinkedIn learning because I pay for LinkedIn premium. So I go in okay. like Elisa and I can see um, all the courses and they recommend courses to me based on the other courses that I've already looked at. So um, I follow Diane. She's awesome. Um, but I'm trying to learn more about video editing and, and building my YouTube channel. So I've been watching content like that. So then they're saying, well, here's, we recommend you look at these videos, Louise. But the office hours is just, it's live um, Q&A, live training sessions with experts. Um, and you can watch the pr- ones that have already passed. So mm. it'll tell you what's upcoming, tell you the different, you can do a search on what you're interested in. So if you're interested in personal development, it'll say, well, these ones are coming up. Um, and they'll say, there's another tab, you click on the other tab, it says past events. So you can go back and watch older ones and you can access all the comments that people have in that. So that's what I like a lot about it. So if, um, you know, if Jeff, if you and I were LinkedIn learning certified trainers, mm-hmm. we could host an office hour um, together and we could be, I could be asking you questions and you could be asking me questions. But um, kind of like what we're doing now, all the comments come up and people can can interact with that. So I think that's a I think it's a really great new feature on LinkedIn personally. That's only accessible to people who have LinkedIn learning, whether gotcha. it's pro or personal. Got it. I think so. So there was a interesting quote with this update. It said the uh, it they're giving this it, they're offering this as giving more capacity for instructors to play in the role in the burgeoning creator economy in which we will mm. definitely get into that LinkedIn Creator Accelerator program in just one minute here. Um, we And they wanted to say, they're saying that this is a good opportunity, one for networking, because you do have that opportunity to have that one-on-one, ask questions, drop those comments in there. But it's also a good way to grow your audience within a professional relevant content context, excuse me. And, you know, I'm looking here at the comments and I know there's a ton of knowledge and experience and expertise, just even in our own audience. I wanted to ask, is there an opportunity for just anyone to create educational content for LinkedIn learning as a way to either launch a career as a video creator, uh, you know, course creator or whatnot, or a coach or a side hustle? Is there an opportunity for anyone to just say, look, I created a course and I want to get in on LinkedIn learning as a way to expand my, you know, my classes, my audience or whatever. Okay. So you have, there's an application process, <laughs> like there is a LinkedIn Live. 
So you, you apply to be a LinkedIn learning uh, certified coach. Um, I don't know if they do this now, but I, I know there was a, there's a, one of my English colleagues was actually flown out to um, the US to record her videos. And oh, it was cool. like really professionally done. Don't know if that happens now, but um, you have to apply. They want you to say um, what three topics you are going to teach on. How are you qualified to teach these? I thought that was really interesting because um, you know, I teach people how to use LinkedIn, but I haven't got a marketing qualification and I haven't got a teaching qualification. So I was curious to see how um, my application would be um, received. So you have to apply, just say why you're qualified. They want you to say what you want to teach, what topics you want to teach on. And again, it falls within these remits of um, business. Uh, I'm just going to check, double check. Business, creative, software, and tech. So they're not interested in someone who's going to teach you how to, you know, do yoga. Well, they have like desk yoga, I suppose. <laughs> um, they do have desk yoga classes in LinkedIn Learning. Wow. Um, so, yes, you have to apply. And then I guess, again, oh, yes, they want you to link to a video training where you have been teaching something as well. So they check you out before they let you become a trainer. Mm. So I don't want to show off my desk yoga uh, too much, but if I had something (laughs) like that, I could, I could probably, probably do that. And, and on that same note, because something that goes away, like my desktop training of yoga, um, we also said goodbye to LinkedIn stories. So Grace, I know if you can get through this next section emotionally, will you, will you try? (laughs) Physically, well, we actually only, what is today, the 17th, so we have exactly uh, 12 more days with LinkedIn Stories. That's right. So after a year and a half of rolling this out and making us love it, your LinkedIn Stories, uh, I was just, I was waiting for Excel story, like Microsoft Excel Stories, <laughs> Microsoft right. Word Stories. I mean, I thought this was going to be a whole, like... mini series i thought this was going to be like this is finally like i didn't hop on instagram right away i didn't hop on TikTok right away but maybe this is where i could be an influencer right a real one right so but they said it's you know wasn't really working out for a number of reasons and they're reimagining the video experience on linkedin we know that they've been pushing video and video experiences you know allowing more people to get on linkedin live and so they want to make they want to invest in, in things that are video products that are richer and more conversational. So they confirmed that as mm-hmm. of September 30th, stories will be removed and members will no longer be able to create them. Images or video ads are scheduled to run between the stories will instead be shared on the professional networks feed. So if that is you, take it up with them, I guess. And then LinkedIn says that it's removing the current stories experience and replacing it with something new. But I don't know what that new thing is. Can you give us into insight, any insights into what this new evolved experience might entail? And what do you think we can expect from LinkedIn? It's not going to be LinkedIn TikTok, okay. is it, Louise? Please tell me no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> not that I don't think so. But I do have an inkling of what it is, because if you follow um, LinkedIn tech news, if you're like a super geek like me, um, back in August, I think they owners of an app called Jump Rope announced that they had been bought over by LinkedIn. And they, I think they're 2 million users. Um, and I feel like they were Australian. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but their video app was for, the idea was that you created tutorial videos 
and then they were pushing them out to different social media platforms. So LinkedIn have acquired them and then they announced that they were taking stories away. They didn't say, it's really funny because they're, they're, I just think they're reimagining stories. That's my impression of it. So um, I think they're replacing it with these short little tutorial videos. Um, I, the problem with LinkedIn stories for me was I work on LinkedIn on my desktop and you could never, you never saw them. Right, right. So they are only on the mobile app and a lot of people, you know, yes, of course, a lot of people use mobile LinkedIn, um, but a lot of people weren't aware that they were there unless you'd created a story. You didn't really see them mm-hmm. um, at the top of your screen and you don't see them at all on desktop. So I'm pretty interested to see what comes up with this, um, reimagined rich richer version of what this uh, LinkedIn story is going to be also it might only be for people who have the creator mode turned on because the founder of jump rope said that they were being brought in as part of the work around LinkedIn creator so that will be interesting to see if it's only for those people who knows we have to wait and see I guess Mm -hmm. so it was interesting that they said that LinkedIn actually shared its learning from this project uh, project that said you know you wish videos could live uh, on your profile not disappear because that was one of the things is like you know I've always had problems with it too it's like if I create this great piece of content and it's gone in 24 hours it's it's a little hard yeah. to, you know, some work on it sometimes because I'm super lazy. Um, and they said you want to have a more professional story in a more personal way that showcase both your personality and your expertise. Yeah, no mm-hmm. kidding. So um, they wanted, they're talking about these new creative tools to make engaging videos. And it's really lacking compared to like Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat with the tools that you get to use. So Louise, let's just pull back a little bit and talk about, because you're on LinkedIn so much and, and you see a lot of stuff. How can users make the most of LinkedIn video? Like not even LinkedIn Live, but like LinkedIn video where you upload that video, like how it is today without any of the fancy you know, stitch stuff that like TikTok has. What's the best way for LinkedIn users? Yeah. So whenever, um, it's kind of interesting because I'm going to be doing a series about video on LinkedIn um, starting at the end of September. Um, so watch this space. But <laughs> it's I think the key thing about video for LinkedIn is you have got to put, you have got to add captions because nobody turns the sound on and people are missing out on that. Mm-hmm. And your video that you upload cannot be more than 10 minutes long. So you, I think teaching people things, being of service and coming at it from that angle. And, um, you know, maybe let's, you know, today, in today's video, I'm going to show you how to do X, Y, Z in three easy steps. That kind of content works. Um, also, I've seen people do video really well where they have a product and they're literally, it's, it's, I mean, it's human to human. You've got somebody standing there being interviewed by their boss about, you know, why did you create this product? How does it work? What are we going to do with it? And people engage with that way more than they do like a high, you know, a really highly polished over, not overproduced, professionally produced. Right. Um, advertising video people don't want to be advertised to they want to engage and you know as well i think creating a video that showcases your knowledge your what your company's really good at and inviting people to to you know comment below again but it's all about community and engagement if you cannot get people to start commenting underneath your video content um, it's not going to be seen by a lot of people. So you've got to be clever and think, well, what do my network want to know about? Mm-hmm. What do they want to know about our brand, our business? You could do like a founder story. Mm-hmm. You know, why did this 
went, where did this business come from? You know, what was our small beginnings? Um, who, who came up with the idea for this business? Why did we create this business? You know, what is our business passionate about? Maybe you want to be more sustainable or environmentally friendly and explain why and do it talking to cat. I do think nothing beats a person talking to camera but you've got to add captions because otherwise people will just be looking at you talking and scroll past you, unfortunately. (laughs) Very true. So speaking of things that um, are dead uh, or or we think that are dead, um, Gary asked this great question. Are LinkedIn groups dead, Louise? I think Facebook has a leg up on them there. So I know in past company stuff that we've done with other, other places that, we, we tried LinkedIn groups and it got such to be a spam, spam a lot kind of stuff over there. Yeah. We, we quit. So what are your thoughts about LinkedIn groups? I am in two groups that are really excellent. And even those groups, um, the people who host those groups have to notify the people in the group sometimes to bring you into the group so that you actually join in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's a guy called Damien Corbett and he wrote a book about um, the social CEO. He's got a brilliant group, but he works at it. You know, he, he'll he share something else and he'll say, he'll tag me and say, Louise, I thought you'd be interested in this, in this article. What do you have to say about it? So he does make the effort and work at it. So his group is excellent. And I'm in a group that's run by um, the people who run LinkedIn pages and Mm. that is an excellent group because that's where I go to ask questions. So it's a resource for me. That's why I go there and I know I'll get my questions answered um, and other people ask questions and I'm able to support them and it feels like a proper community. But the rest of the groups that I'm in, I might need to clear them out. I agree with, um, was it it Gary? Um, There are so many that people, it's like everything, they need to be managed. You have to be managed by somebody which takes effort and time, and um, otherwise they just become somewhere that everyone just shares. Oh, here's my here's my latest post. Here's my latest thing. Here's all about me, and that's not building community. And people don't want to be part of that. So, yeah, two groups that I'm in are excellent. Uh, everything else, I really need just to remove myself out of. <laughs> gotcha. So it takes work, and you have to find the right groups to be in, I guess. So that's yeah. that's great, great mm-hmm. advice. All right, this next our final section um, is. Uh, Make way for the LinkedIn creator economy. You know that everyone has been working on their own creator community, their own creator economy, and LinkedIn is joining the fold. This week, we learned about the launch of LinkedIn's very own creator accelerator initiative, and it's looking to support in-app talent, so people that are already active and engaging and building that sense of community on LinkedIn. They want to keep its top voices uh, talking on the platform. They want to keep them going. So as explained by Andre Santolo, the head of community at LinkedIn, they are building on the tools and resources that they have available for creators today. And they're rolling out this creator accelerator program and investing $25 million to help these creators build their audience and amplify their voices. It's a 10 week incubator style program. So it's not like they just send you off. They really are investing in you to grow, to develop, and they're giving participants coaching, uh, a built-in creator network. So there's a group worth joining, I guess, on LinkedIn. And then an opportunity to be featured on the LinkedIn channels, plus a $15,000 grant to help them share content, spark conversation, and build community. So tell us more 
about this program and what your hopes might be for its success. And are you seeing a creative, a creator program or a creator community on LinkedIn? Yes. So when LinkedIn Creator came out, I did turn it on. There's been there's been a bit of a backlash against it, but I, I do like it. There are a couple of things. So I love the idea of this LinkedIn Creator Accelerator. What I don't love is that it's only available to Americans. Oh, there we <laughs> go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. So I live in Northern Ireland, in case people can't tell by my accent. So it's 10 weeks. There's 100 people and we'll be taking on up to 100, which means that if you don't, you know, they're so... I love how they're fussy. And so if they only get 97 brilliant applicants, they'll just stop at 97. Um, And those people are going to be really supported over those 10 weeks, I think. And given tools, I'm I'm guessing they'll be shown how to really do brilliant video, how to write better articles, that kind of content idea, how to build their own community. So they say there's three things. It's about building an audience, creating a community, and getting financially rewarded. So down the line, it looks like they're going to be um, monetizing people who are LinkedIn creators. I don't know how that's going to work um, in terms of how many followers you, like, there'll probably be numbers that you have to hit for certain things. Mm-hmm. But there's loads of tools out there for LinkedIn creators. So for example, every week there is the LinkedIn creators um, roundup by Daniel Roth, who is the head of LinkedIn News. He writes a post and he will highlight, I think about five creators every week who he thinks are, well, I'm guessing his team probably, are doing a great job on LinkedIn. So you can go and look at those people. They then tell you five hashtags that now they, when they started this, they said, here are five hashtags that are currently really popular on LinkedIn. And this week it's one of those ones is hashtag this girl is me. Um, or this little girl is me. But they previously they said, and here are five hashtags we think are going, are increasing and are going to be of interest in the next week. I didn't see that in the last um, roundup that he did. But a couple of people that he mentioned this week, and I really liked um, this one lady. She's called Tiffany Kent, uh, K-E-N-T. She is a financial advisor, wealth management lady, and she starts singing. Um, it's really funny. She's like, starts singing a Taylor Swift song <laughs> about being 22. And then she literally pulls it into talking about the stock market. And it's so cool. And I thought that's the kind of thing they're looking for. It was you know, entertaining, funny. And then actually she got straight into business then, but she caught everyone's attention. And you know, she's, she's got like about 2000 followers. So it's not like they are selecting their top five creators every week who are people who have 100,000 followers. They're literally looking who is making a bit of a noise, a bit of a splash in this platform and bringing people together and people are staying on the platform because of the content they're creating. I think that's what it's about. They've also got upcoming training. And today, Friday, today, they have um, a class, um, it's, it's 8 o'clock UK time, so I'm not sure what time that is. Maybe New mm-hmm. York, that's like 3, 3 p.m. Um, and that is aimed at um, giving black creators on the platform um, support and advice and tools to um, really use their LinkedIn creators account. Next week, they have, um, they're launching um, what it means to be a LinkedIn creator. And on the 27th of September, they have a five-day 
what's it? What's it? Say a five day week long, <laughs> a five day LinkedIn creators learning week, and every day they are providing free webinar. I think it's an hour long webinar, mm-hmm. um, and they have people who will be coming on. So one of the days, twenty fourth. Um, there's a lady called Authentic Alex. Her surname is Galviz, G-A-L-B-I-Z. And she's going to be presenting um, an hour-long class about storytelling, how to tell your story on LinkedIn. Oh, so she's cool. a mental health advocate, a storyteller. So that's going to be really cool. And to find out when those workshops, I guess they are, um, are going to be on, they're free to everybody, you have to go to the LinkedIn creator page on LinkedIn and they're going to list them all there. So you will, it'll be an event on LinkedIn. So you'll have to sign up in order to go and attend that, um, that training, but that looks really interesting. So that's starting 27th of September. Awesome. So I have a couple of questions. So, uh, especially because, mm-hmm. so this is interesting. So, you know, social media today who we really like, uh, but they kind of had a snark- snarky post said, uh, like LinkedIn is not seem like the most obvious choice for creators but you know they're doing all this stuff because you know you don't think of like creators like you know youtubers and on pinterest you know all this stuff you know creating stuff it's kind of like Mm -hmm. linkedin is kind of where boring business is but they're trying to (laughs) not do this and and but sabrina has a great question it's like what does linkedin want to be so i thought that was really good like I, I would love to get rewarded for creating stuff on LinkedIn. You know, I, I think that's, and, and things that aren't boring, I automatically is going to be up at the top. So and I think we should, us, also note, we should also yeah. note, Jeff, that Andrea Santolo came from Instagram. He used yeah. to work at Instagram mm. to become the head of community at, mm-hmm. at LinkedIn in May. So mm-hmm. we are, so the person that's leading this up has done this before. So, right. you know, obviously, you know, I guess they want to be Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> well, a funny thing was that the, the CEO of LinkedIn, Ryan Roslansky, when he did his LinkedIn stories, they were they were Instagram stories that he downloaded and uploaded because I recognized all the images that he was using. And I was like, you're not even using your own stickers from LinkedIn stories on your LinkedIn stories. I thought that was funny. And then bringing in this guy from Instagram site is interesting. But what does LinkedIn want to be? They say specifically they want to be a platform and um, where people build community around the world of work. So, mm. so they want to be the big water cooler, content. the big water cooler in the sky. Yeah, that we can't yes. cover. So, and Sabrina has a great point. Isn't everyone a creator now? She thinks so. Yes, I agree. So if, mm. if you're creating content and putting it out on LinkedIn, I would say you're a creator. Uh, and so yes. it's very, very interesting. So once again, we had more questions than we had time to deal with. Uh, but Luis, we got to have you back for part two because you are a chock full of information. Um, there's a ton of great um uh, great comments that people love your tips. Uh, Leona says, great advice. Love your tips, Louise. Thanks for an interesting informative uh, live, guys. I missed the uh, beginning of this. You can catch up on it. Yes, as soon as we're done, you can watch the replay. It's also a podcast, Leona. So we would love it. It's at all at socialmedianewslive.com. And uh, so many great uh, comments, Louise, that people really enjoy uh, seeing you. Jan says, sending you greetings from the Big D Dow. Grace is from. And I'm in Texas yep. too. So yep. anyway, excited so much. But Louise, I want to give you a chance to tell everybody, you know, about your podcast, where they can find out all about Louise Brogan, everything that you got uh, on the plate. And you mentioned a little teaser of something you got in the works too. So tell them about that. 
Yeah, so um, my business is LinkedIn with Louise and I basically teach people how to use LinkedIn to win business in a non-sleazy way. So you get my podcast is LinkedIn with, I'm basically LinkedIn with Louise everywhere because um, I like alliteration. Um, so, you know, <laughs> um, but yes, I, I love to connect with people. So if you are on LinkedIn, come and connect with me and tell me that you saw me on the show. Um, and go and check out my YouTube channel as well, which I am growing uh, with a passion because I actually discovered that I really love doing video. Um, so yeah, come and connect with me on LinkedIn. That'd be super. Yeah, so but for you guys listening on the podcast, you can find her at on YouTube if you search for LinkedIn with Louise. So make sure you guys check that out. Also, do me a favor, go to her podcast and uh, yes. actually... Give her a rating and review because that helps podcast people out so much when you get those rating and reviews over an Apple. So go to your favorite podcast app, do a search for LinkedIn with Louise and sign up for that. Give her a rating and review because that really helps everybody out. So, um, oh, thank you for dropping. Everybody's dropping it in the comments. You guys are awesome. I appreciate you guys doing that. We would not be able to do the show without you and we would not be able to do the show without our amazing sponsor, uh, Ecamm, they make this show happen. They just finished up the amazing Leaked Into Live boot camp. I spoke there. Pat Flynn spoke there. Leslie Samuels. But they've got this great thing. If you happen to miss it because it's over, you can get the replays for life. If you go to ecamm.tv forward slash replay, that's ecamm.tv forward slash replay. It, I mean, $10. That's like, you know, that's, you know, a double latte at Starbucks now. So go get... Uh, you know, you don't need caffeine today. It's Friday. You can just, just take take the rest of the day off. I give you permission. So <laughs> thank you guys so much for being here. Luis, thank you so much uh, for everything. Grace, where can people find you? Because you are amazing for putting this show oh. together. Well, it is a pleasure and it is a joy to work with you, Jeff. Uh, the next two weeks, I'll actually be traveling at actual in-person conferences. So I'll be at FinCon 21 in Austin next week. And the following week, I will be in at VidSummit with a lot of our YouTube friends. So I know Daryl Eves, that's Daryl Eves' event. And hopefully I'll get to see a lot of you guys there too. Yep. Do not forget, this is a podcast as well. You can find us at your favorite podcast player, Social Media News Live. Check that out. We would also love a rating and review. Our next show is Friday, September 24th at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. And you can always find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Amazon Live. So thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you, Louise, for being here. Thank you to the amazing people in our in our comments and our audience for sharing it out. We, we love you guys. We wouldn't do this show without you. With that, we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Social Media News Live.